Wait a minute, I hear something. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie, and may I say, that's a smashing blouse you have on. <laughs> uh, sorry, I've been watching a lot of Bottom here lately, a uh, British show with Rick Mayall, uh, and uh, there's there's an episode where that's kind of his catchphrase, so there you go. That's how my mind works. Uh, if you've never seen Bottom, I highly recommend it. I, I mean... I grew up a fan of the young ones and Rick Mayall in general, but uh, I, I just think uh, Bottom is—I uh, think Bottoms is Bottom is the tops. <laughs> Anywho, back with another episode, driving the car, talking about movies, and this one is called The Nesting from 1981, and it just says it's a horror flick, straight up horror flick. I think it's a little more than that. My personal take on it, this movie is The Changeling, but with hookers. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not necessarily just like The Changeling, but the story is kind of familiar. Matter of fact, we just covered a movie called The Slayer uh, a while back, and the setup is kind of the same here, where it's it's an author who needs a break. It's kind of got a mental block. Talking to their psychiatrist, and they're like, look, you need to... Uh, you know, maybe getting away is a good idea. So, her and her boyfriend uh, decide she needs to go off somewhere and spend some time. And lo and behold, there's a a lot to that. So we'll get to that as we go along. I'll be honest with you. When I saw the cover of this, I don't know why, because it doesn't lend this way anyway at all. But I thought the nesting. Maybe it's a big bug movie, right? bunch of bugs coming out and killing people but it's kind of disappointed but at the same time I wasn't disappointed so uh, directed by Armand Weston I can't really tell you anything else that they've done that's significant uh, synopsis this is a New York writer I just told you this of gothic fiction finds her mansion full of ghosts and a, and a from a brothel massacre there you go and let's see, uh, why to watch? Creepy and gory. Uh, I don't know that I agree with either one of those. Uh, the Nesting is a must-see obscure horror film that delivers effective jolts. Yeah, it's it's got its moments for sure. And that's the only two things people have said. It's a, it's a 4.9 out of 10. I, I can get behind that. That's pretty good. Uh, as far as the cast, there's not really much to talk about here, except you do have uh, John Carradine in this, which we all know John Carradine pretty much in every movie in existence. And uh, he doesn't disappoint in this one. Colonel uh, Colonel DeBron. So, that's his character name. We have Robin Groves in this. Uh, but the only thing I can think of that she was in is Silver Bullet. Uh, can't really think of anything else I've seen her in. And we got uh, Gloria Graham in this, which she's a, a movie star from back in the 
40s and 50s. So, uh, that's, that's pretty much it as far as anybody recognizable. I may be wrong. If you know some other people in this that I'm missing of something, some significance, let me know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this, this movie is, uh, kind of surprising as far as how it all works out. This young lady, like I said, needs to get away, goes to this house, and ironically, she has written a book called The Nesting. Is I guess is the, either what she's working on or what she's already finished. And on the cover of the book, there's this house in the background. Well, she gets her boyfriend to drive her out in this countryside, and the road is blocked, so they have to go by foot, and they end up walking back, and all of a sudden, there's the house. This is the house that's on the cover of the nesting. So automatically, I'm starting to get these feels of the Slayer again, right? Because I know this house. I've, I've seen this before, yada, yada, kind of thing, right? But uh, at the be- very beginning of the movie, you can tell it's supposed to be further back in time, but you hear, it sounds like, some people come into the house, they break in, and there's a scuffle, and they say, we just want the baby, and you hear some gunshots and some screams, and it kind of goes off. And uh, you heard me say earlier, it's it's kind of like, uh, kind of like the Changeling. It's kind of like the Changeling. It's got a little bit of the uh, the Shining, a little bit of the Slayer. It, it's got little elements of all these things in it together. Which I know, you know, if you're looking at the year that this came out, none of those are intact. <laughs> Maybe The Shining, uh, a little bit, but um, but still, the the ideas are, are all kind of there. So this lady gets in the house, or, or decides to go, and she wants to rent this house. That's where she wants to, wants to write her new book. And uh, John Carradine owns the house, and he's the elderly man. And he doesn't like her when she comes in because he's, you know, he's thinking she's a uh, left-leaning, liberal, independent woman, right? Again, this is 81, so, you know, woman power. And uh, so he kind of shuns her off. But he kind of ends up having a heart attack. (laughs) So in the middle of all this, uh, LeBron's grandson decides to go ahead and let her rent the place. Well, she gets there, and her boyfriend has to go back to work. So she's there by herself, and all these weird things start happening, right? Um, and she starts seeing things. Even even when they first walk in, and they, they think that people are there. They see one of the curtains open up. They think somebody's in the house. And, you know, she's... Uh, walking through and she'll see like a cigarette burning in an ashtray and then when she comes back "Ah, it's not there anymore and you know you're starting to get all these kind of things right she starts seeing images of people in the house and they'll be there then not be there and so she starts trying to crack the history of this house and there's a lot to it but uh, she's already having issues right she's having anxiety attacks and stuff even before she makes this trip so she's dealing with a lot and, you know, you kind of think, well, maybe she's just kind of losing it a little bit. But, uh, you know, there's, there's, like I said, there's a lot to unpack here. But apparently what has happened, not to give too much away, but um, 
John Carradine's son went off to World War II, come back, not the same person. And in the same time while his son is gone, John Carradine had rented this house out to a lady who started a brothel in there. And she knows all these family secrets because, you know, with, with uh, the LeBron's grandson or son coming back from the war, spending all of his time there at the house, and, you know, he's, he's fell in love with a, a prostitute there, and uh, they end up having a baby, henceforth the beginning of the movie, and John Carradine, or LeBron, decides to save his namesake, so he sends in three of the roughest guys in town back in the day to go in and take the baby, and bad things happen. Matter of fact, they pretty much clean house and just shoot everybody there, military guys, all the prostitutes, and kills the lady that rented the place. One of the guys kills her with a, a candlestick holder. Which all this plays into into the story when you're watching it, and uh, I may be giving too much away. I don't know, but I won't give away the significance of her being there. I'll kind of leave that for you to check out. Uh, pretty interesting. Uh, it's got lots lots of twists and turns. It's kind of hard to follow when it comes down to what's really going on. It gets a little confusing, but you'll get it. And, uh, you know, there, there's a guy around town named Abner um, that, that plays a, a pivotal part in this. And he becomes a lunatic and chases our heroine here. And it's a pretty good foot chase. And it is, you know, the, the cover of the movie has got, you know, the girl screaming and there's a sickle going around her face. That comes into play there, too. So, uh, not to really give anything else away, I think that's that's pretty much a good setup for you to check this movie out. Uh, this is actually a pretty decent movie. I, I wasn't expecting it to be. When it once it got going, I was like, oh no, it's it's just like something I just seen, right? Just like the Slayer. It's going to have one of those crazy endings where you kind of go, eh, you know. But. Uh, yeah, it, it was, it's pretty good. And, uh, you know, there's not a lot of gory stuff. There's a couple of scenes that kind of make it, oh, okay. And uh, I'll let you figure those out for yourself. Pretty pretty decent effects, especially for 81. And it not being Savini. So, yeah, kind of have to give credit there. They're, they're pretty good. I think this is shot well, even though our director is kind of known for more... Uh, lower grade movies, a little more kind of sexploitation kind of things. So uh, yeah, not not really disappointing at all. Um, and you're kind of along for the ride. You don't know if she's crazy or if she's really seeing this stuff. But you know, the thing about it is, you start seeing things moving on their own. Matter of fact, you you get scenes where. Um, like I said, people that are trying to cause this young lady harm will obviously, is obviously being affected by spirits in the house, right? 
So that's kind of a nice twist to this. It's almost like the ghosts are kind of taking care of her. And uh, like I said, it all kind of kind of plays into into the whole storyline. So it's not a jumbled mess like it could have been. But like I said, the explanation at the end of what all is going on can can get a little squirrely, but just stick with it. Uh, I think you'll I think you'll end up enjoying this one. So uh, yeah, for me, kind of the same deal. I'm gonna give it a three out of five, just right down the middle of the road. Pretty pretty solid little flick. It is on Tubi. You can watch it for free. So you know, check this one out. I, you know, this is one I've I've never seen before. Was actually surprised at. Uh, I was a little scared at first, but ended up you know okay. Um, it's another one to chalk up to being glad that I saw it. Not a bad little film at all. So uh, check this one out. See what you think. Let me know if you're a fan of this one, if you've heard about this one, or if there's details that I've kind of missed on this one. Uh, feel free to let me know, because this is, like I said, brand new to me. I know when you see a movie a few times, you pick up on details that get obviously missed by first-time viewing. So... Uh, let me know your thoughts on this one, and let me know if you if you check this one out and what you think about it. We'd like to hear your opinion. Anyways, folks, that's it for this episode. We will check you next time on the next episode of Doctor Movie. We will check you later. Hey.